I wanted a career in which everything would matter. So I joined the CIA, and now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers to learn more and apply. It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small-town charm, in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. I feel I'm the best in the sport, and to be the best, you got to be the best. To be one champion, one face, one name, his name's Deontay Wilder. Boxingways.com. Hundred and ten There's no doubt in my mind. Boxingways.com. No doubt in my mind. I'll beat Wilder as well. I'm scaring up weights each and every time. Don't you see? You know, I am the most feared. And if I'm not, then I want somebody to shut me up. I want somebody to prove that to me. I wanna, I wanna be proven wrong. But for right now, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like nobody's gonna prove me wrong. Who has the guts? Ladies and gentlemen, to another glorious Wednesday morning from the sunny sunshine state. I'm soaking in all the vitamin D. No homo to all you homophobes out there. Went for a nice walk this morning and uh, woke up with a with a grand desire to talk some boxing. And who else to talk about than the 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 king of dominating headlines, Deontay Wilder. This time around, Eddie Hearn putting Wilder, or keeping Wilder's name in the media, buying, not insinuating, but flat out coming out and saying that he thinks Charles Martin probably beats Deontay Wilder. And uh, this just kind of correlates with our past show this week where I said that the Deontay Wilder disrespect continues. And it just doesn't matter who you are at this point. I, 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 it's open season on Deontay after uh, hey, what happened? after Tyson Fury got that knockout win. Everyone is taking shots. I mean, we had F.A. Ajagba, the wife of F.A. 
uh, now we got Eddie. Oh. Uh, you know, we, we got dudes coming out the woodworks, challenging Wilder, disrespecting Wilder, questioning Wilder's character and integrity. I mean, um, listen, how the mighty have fallen. He needs mm. a fight. He needs to right the wrongs, like he said last year, and, and, and get in a fight because that's what they fear, his power. They could talk about everything else in the book, but they can't take away his devastating right hand, and that's when people fear him. It's the, the right ambulance hand. better be ready. The medical better be ready. The referee better be ready. They better have that towel to be able to throw it in. Oh, isn't that ironic? Listen. Alexander Lyonnais, what's going on over there in uh in, in, in cold cold New Jersey? No, no. What's it called? <laughs> what, what do you guys call in the Game of Thrones? You're you're in the north. I am the warden of the north. You are in the north. <laughs> call you call you Eric Snow. It's all good though, man. As long as <laughs> I matter of fact, call him Eric Snowed in. Yo, I, I don't even know what to call you from Games of Thrones. It's like, who had the best weather in the Games of Thrones? I, I just don't know. But you were in a good place, my brother. And uh, I'm good, man. You know, it's the favorite part of my morning. The best part of waking up. It's TBV in my cup. And what is going on with the disrespect? Damn. I know, I know the champ's gone through some... Falta uh, respeto. No, el respeto está faltando. I don't understand why, you know, uh, people are starting to like automatically just kind of assume or portray the champ like like he never knew how to fight at all. <laughs> like the guy still has the missile, the bomb squad, whatever you want to call that right hand, you know, the equalizer. He still has that and always has that has had that. So regardless of what Tyson Fury was able to do, like you can't just. Because of Tyson Fury's performance, you can't just say, okay, Deontay Wilder's, he's done. He's he's not good no more. He's he's going to get beat by Charles Martin. And look, I'm not I'm not crashing down on Charles either, you know. I'm going to have to give every man's shot in the ring, you know, because at the end of the day, it only takes one punch. But um, I've seen Deontay Wilder uh, face a southpaw in Luis Ortiz and twice. And you guys saw <laughs> what happened, so... I'm not saying that that correlates with what's going to happen exactly to Charles Martin, but we know that he's fought southpaws. Um, what's my man's name? Who but, poor but, guy? But to play devil's advocate, some would say that the southpaws he's faced did have success until he knocked him out. Luis Ortiz had success twice, and I think Spielka's a southpaw who also yes. had success. Yeah, Spielka was a southpaw, and that's the name that slit me, you Britannica of boxing you. Uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, um, say that these guys were a bit smaller. I, I don't know where Charles Martin measures up with Luis Ortiz because I know Luis Ortiz is, has some height to him. But uh, I think Charles Martin is a lot taller, maybe uh, even a bit more rangier. Um, I still think that Deontay Wilder gets the job done, man. He gets the job done. And, and I'm sorry, but in devastating fashion, like my belief in his power never left. You know, uh, it was always there. Even after he lost, I knew that power was there. So, you know. When you tell me that he's facing a guy like Charles Martin, I'm going to tell you the same thing I've told you all the other 40 times that he's fought, man. He, he's going to get the KO. Um, Tyson Fury has been that guy, man. He's been that guy that is his match, you know. Every now and then in life, you meet your match, man, and that's his match. Um, even Anthony Joshua, I come on here and I say Anthony Joshua beats Tyson Fury. You know, I always say styles make fights. 
And I mentioned Gary Russell again because, you know, when he said it, it made me laugh, you know, because people throw that around like it's nothing, but it means something. And um, I still think that Deontay Wilder takes care of uh, AJ, but I think that AJ takes care of uh, Tyson Fury. So that's a whole mix-up in my, in my opinion. But let's go, champ. I mean, what do you think about Charles Martin being the guy? I mean, he's not the guy, in my opinion. The guy, uh, the guy for Wilder to bounce back. Yeah. The guy yeah. for Wilder to use as a tune-up. Um, the guy on the other end of the ring uh, from Wilder. That's the guy he is. He's not the guy that's going to capitalize on this moment. Uh, you know, I was talking to Kid Kelly one time when I first met him. And, you know, he was telling me how he had a fighter. And uh, a fight was offered to his fighter. And he told this fighter, take this fight. This dude's coming off a loss. And the dude didn't want to take the fight because he thought, you know, I won't get credit beating him off a loss. So he didn't take the fight. The dude bounced back with like three comeback fights. And then the dude took the fight. Him and Kelly no longer together. And he lost. Mm. So, you know, for Charles, he's got, he's looking at this like, this is my opportunity to get some clout off the Wilder name, catch him while he's bouncing back. But the, the, the question is always going to be, can you capitalize on that moment? And I mean, on the other side of that is Deontay Wilder, who's been, in my opinion, totally my opinion, he has to be steaming, fuming, highly upset, <laughs> ready to attack from all of the headlines, from, from, from you know, he's just ready, in my opinion, if... If he's any bit of the warrior he proved to be uh, over the last five to ten years, he's ready to get some get back. This is still the same guy that thought that, 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 that it didn't sit well when people thought that New York helped Lewis lose the fight. So he gave Lewis a rematch. This is the same guy that it didn't sit well with him when people thought Tyson Fury won that draw. So he gave him the rematch. So it obviously doesn't sit well with him that you think he's done, that Breland thinks he's done. Which which was clarified. <laughs> which which Breland didn't think he was done, but, you know, speaking of Breland, uh, since we're on the Eddie Hearn topic, I do want to bring up Eddie's um, quotes on the Breland uh, issue with Wilder because, obviously, he had uh, a lot to say as well. IFL conducted the interview in which... Um, we got the information for the Deontay Wilder and Charles Martin for today's show. And, and also, here we have Eddie on Deontay Wilder's dispute with Mark Breland and uh, his thoughts on, on that. So, um, I, I want to screen share before I go to, on to uh, read it. Whoa, I'm just trying to make it nice and visible for you guys. Uh, but again, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit that thumbs up button. Why? Because it helps with the visibility of the show. It's going to help put this show in the eyes of other boxing fans, which will in terms, uh, you know, uh, bring new characters, new callers to the show and, and different opinions. And remember, if you want to have your opinion or voice your opinion for that matter, you can do so right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Oh, wait, I forgot. Why does that? I got I to gotta change that setting. Uh, that's what I got to do call you a god it's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure rocky mountain getaway whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of estes park colorado it's a feeling they know well 
only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte Technology Careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. To change the yeah, setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to change that setting, man. Damn, it only, uh, it only wants to screen share in Chrome. I hate that. I got to find out how to change that because uh, I, I really use Safari a lot. I but call you know, Safari face. Let's put it, let's put it in Chrome. Little Benson's tweet. Benson be out here on top of everything. How does he find the time? He he. I feel like Jack Nicholson in the first Batman. He's like, where does he get these wonderful toys? It's like, how the fuck does Benson watch everything, hear everything, so that he can <laughs> give you the 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 paraphrased version and get a million retweets? Like my man is so fast. He's on everything. Yo, you gotta respect that man. He's a a contaholic. It's a content. <laughs> a, a, dude addicted to con- a dude addicted to content but anyway screen sharing in five four three two benson One. has uh given us the paraphrased uh, version of the eddie interview and this portion is where eddie's talking of deontay wilder's dispute with mark breland and i quote he's completely lost his mind completely lost his mind when you start talking about yourself in the third person let me tell you what kings do what are you talking about you're not a king you got beat and this is what i'm saying these are the type of comments that's gonna have like wilder ready to come back right like ready to destroy him some charles martin like someone's gotta pay for everything that's been said is is how i think he's looking at it right like wait till i get in the ring watch i'm gonna show these motherfuckers you know what i'm saying they think it's over it ain't over but what was his last quote yesterday? Like, oh, it's just the beginning, right? So I know he's ready to pounce. Yeah, man, let me tell you something. If the lion's ready to pounce, then it's about time because this whole thing is dragged out far enough, man. I just want to see the champ in the ring. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to see him knock a guy out like he's always done and, and, and just feel like we got our champ back. You know what I'm saying? This whole thing just put like a damper on everything, put a cloud over some certain things. People got weird feelings about so many things. And, and, and I just wanted to see the champ back. And um, I'm, 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 I'm ready, man. I'm ready to see him fight. And at the end of the day, I mean, Eddie's going to say what he's going to say. You know, he's on the other side of the pond, man. You know, and uh, uh, he's going to stick with what the story is on, on, on that side. I mean, I know there's plenty of people that, that, that are sticking with Deontay Wilder's story, and there's others that, you know, think that he's uh, absolutely mad. But uh, it doesn't surprise surprise me to see Eddie Heron's stamp, standpoint on this whole situation. Um, I mean, look, I don't know what you're going to take from it, right? You know, when you <laughs> – he's funny as hell. He's <laughs> When you start to talk about yourself in third person, I mean, look – he, I mean, he's, he's, he's seared that into your mind. That's, you know, speak it, believe it, receive it. And it's like, you gotta, you know, you, you think you're a king, you gotta speak like a king and maybe it doesn't make sense to Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Maybe these things just don't make uh, sense to Eddie. I mean, but how philosophical can Eddie get? I mean, we've seen Deontay Wilder, you know, he gets deep, man. I'm pretty sure he reads a lot of good books and, um, 
you know, he 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 is where he is in his own mind. You know, he still believes. So uh, wait till he comes back and he has his first shot. This is all we're waiting for. This is everybody's uh, 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 qualm right now. Is he does he still got it? I mean, is he broken? All these questions are going to be answered in, in, in the next going to be through the roof. Oh, my God. I good think, point. I think viewership's through the roof, man. I mean, everybody. It's like the AJ rematch with Ruiz. It's like, yo, can he do it again? Is AJ done? You know what I mean? So it's the same thing. And and, and Wilder's got to capitalize on that. He's got he's to gotta absolutely capitalize on that and, uh, you know, make a huge statement. Huge nah, statement. Re return of the king for sure. You see what I'm saying? Return it's everybody's of the man. <laughs> Mark Morrison, shout out. Hey, listen, and we forgot to hit that daggone bell, champ. Fight game all day. Welcome to the prospect level, champ. New member. For all those that uh, want to become a member of this channel, The Boxing Voice, just uh, take a look at the video description and you'll find that the first link says join this channel to get access to perks. Perks such as the badge icons next to your name or the cool-ass emojis you see and there's much more perks per tier. Go ahead, click that link and you'll be directed to those tiers. We appreciate your support. Hit that thumbs up button and the subscribe button if you like what you're watching. And the notification bell so you know when we shaking out here. And you better be baking with us. Cheap. All right. And um, yeah, going back to this, bro. Deontay Wilder facing a southpaw in Charles Martin. How solid is this opponent? We don't know yet, right? But he's been mentioned a few times. I mean, oh, you mean solid in terms of an actual opponent? Or you mean solid in terms of like, uh, like how good of an opponent is he for Wilder? Well, you know what? Let's get into both, but let's start with the first one. Uh, well, I mean, look, it's not confirmed, but, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's been a lot of smoke with the name of Martin and uh, Wilder. And, and it started from Wilder on the Brian Custer podcast. Shout out to The Last Stand, who did that interview, uh, which was his biggest interview on, uh, you know, last year for Brian Custer and The Last Stand podcast was with Deontay Wilder. Further proving my point yesterday that Wilder is hugely popular uh <laughs> he's getting more press than the other heavyweights in losing he's getting more press than any other heavyweight in losing uh he, he, not only are people talking about him on, on social media actively but his headlines dominate do you know what you make a great point let's just to take a minute to soak that in right fights are supposed to go on in november right and it's been nonstop talking about Deontay Wilder since then. Mm -hmm. He hasn't fought. He hasn't even really spoken out Nothing. there that much. But when he did, always, always had uh, a lot of attention, a Huge lot of impact. talking, a lot of bustle. Yep. Huge so impact. you, you, you are super right in saying that this guy just—he's an icon, man. Whether he lost or not, you know what I'm saying? He's 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 in people's minds, and uh, the comeback is gonna be great. I mean. I mean, do we get do we get a, a a special type of entrance on the comeback? I don't know. I mean, I, we're I all... think so. I don't think uh, because again, everyone is criticizing that. So he's gonna do the exact opposite, right? There's people that have already are. I mean, you can Google it, I'm sure, and find the quote where people are like, "Hey, man, we love you." You know, forget the the fancy ring walks and and the, and 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 the mat and just come in there and do you like people are already saying that 
because the uh, alleged excuse was made of the overweight suit. Um, you know, so, <laughs> bro, it's just, it, he's impactful. He's just impactful, man. Um, you know, they need to capitalize. Normally, and this is, again, more testament to his popularity. Normally, you can't go a year and be talked about this much. I mean, think about Manny Pacquiao. Successful pay-per-view start to this day. You know, another Deontay Wilder catchphrase. But to this day, <laughs> Manny Pacquiao is still successful in pay-per-views. His last one with Keith Thurman, somewhere around 600,000 pay-per-views. Obviously, not what he used to do in his heyday, but still the biggest pay-per-view numbers not named Canelo Alvarez in America. So, Manny hasn't fought since Keith. He does not get these this much press. You know, his press is, oh, he's fighting Ryan. Oh, he's fighting McGregor. <laughs> it, that's it. That's it. How many times have we heard that in the last two years? And, and is it dominating the headlines? Is it constantly out there? No, it's not. Wilder is without a fight. Without a fight. So, you know, normally we would say, yo, capitalize on this now that you got everybody watching and, 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 and you know, have a fight and make a statement. But it, he seems to be growing in silence. In silence. <laughs> in, in, in reality, that, that's exactly what it is. Because, again, he hasn't mentioned much. I know he had some videos out there that kind of, you know, uh, uh, spun a, uh, uh, a humor, uh, you know, around people, you know what I'm saying? And these are little things that, but, but people want to see him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's all this is. This is a story that's being told, man. I mean, people want to see him. People talk about him. Um, heavyweight Heavyweights uh, uh, respect him still, you know? So Not all of this stuff. Not everybody, mm-hmm. because again, you got people coming out the woodwork thinking they could beat him now. Uh, so not everybody, but let me ask you, Stu right, Stu Boxing uh, in the UK, uh, he's a he's a he's a member, and he asks, is it popularity or infamy? What do you think? Because because I'm. It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte Technology Careers at deloitte.com slash techcareers. And engineer your future at Deloitte. I'm key. I continue to mention that his popularity is growing, even mm-hmm. in silence. You know, like I'm making definitely that's some of my argument there. So I guess he is countering me or asking the question. Uh, it's both. It's both. I mean, infamy, it, it goes along with what he is. I mean, you know, the controversy that's been, you know, brought up because of him fighting Tyson Fury twice on both occasions, there's infamy all around this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Even Tyson Fury, I mean, even if you wanna if you wanna just lean on the other side of the fence and say that he didn't cheat and none of that stuff, that's cool. But there's a lot of people that believe he does. So even around his wins and his popularity, there's infamy. You know what I'm saying? So 
Deontay Wilder's infamy is really just him saying that he was done wrong. And and but, and, and, but, and, but and the fact Stu, that we, is Stu just a UK hater? Because mm, isn't infamy I, like a strong word? Like, is he really only known for his bad qualities? Yeah, I think that the I don't know if he means it, it means his entire career, but I know for sure he's he's de definitely directing Bro, it to his time listen, in his career now. Listen, I wasn't gonna speak, but the synonym, excuse me, the 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 opposite of infamy is almost everything that Wilder stood for: fame, <laughs> glory, honor, notoriety, renown. Reputation, like, how could you say he's the opposite of that now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, infamous is kind of it's a strong word. Like, exactly, if I say you're that's you're, what I'm you're an infamous person, that means you're you're basically known for for bad things. You so know, that's what I'm saying. Is he like? Is it is it a question or is it because he's again from the UK? Because it seems like the UK dislikes Wilder. Nah, I think Stu just needs that alarm because you ain't hit it. You ain't hit the alarm for the membership. <laughs> Oh, oh, he became a member today? I don't know, but we didn't hit it for follow, man. And oh, uh, we got to hit bad, it for him. No man bad. left behind. Apologies, apologies. Stu, Stu, Stu. Cut it out, Stu. Oh, he looked. Yeah, he didn't mean the entire career. It's it's at this point. At this point right now, what's going on. And look, you can probably get that off. But infamy in what sense, though? Because in, in, in actuality, it's not that... That he's that he's being a bad guy it's just that he's stating that he was done wrong and because of the lack of evidence that's being presented to the public people are starting to <laughs> put him in that infamy kind of uh, <laughs> sam in the uk says ness if you said do me spike your water your views would go through the roof y'all terrible man God! yo spike in water um you know gloves all that stuff you know, that's that's what's giving, quote unquote, according to Stu, the infamy. But I don't see that as an infamy. I just see that as a uh, as controversy. There's a lot of controversy around him right now and, and the way he, he lost and stuff like that. So, you know, um, I'm going to tag him as still being the same guy. I mean, look, he every time he beat some guy up, you know, he, he he was always a gentleman. You know, after knocking you the hell out, he would always go to your corner, you know, kind of piece you up or whatever. You know, he's always been a, a, a gentleman inside and outside of the ring from what I've seen. i never seen him act out crazy. All the stuff that was mentioned by Mark Breland. I personally, the times that I was there uh, a few years back, I never got the scene into that. He's a very happy guy, you know, the kind of guy you want to you, you hang out with. You know what I'm saying? Kind of guy that you can fucking kick it with. You don't got to worry about, you know, uh, acting goofy because the man jokes around just as much. So it's like his whole his whole being doesn't give me that type of uh, uh, energy, man. And um, I guess that. You would only know if you were in those uh, scenarios and situations where you got to see him, you know, uh, uh, outside of the camera. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of times, you know, we, we, me and Ness, we couldn't have the cameras on at certain times. And, um, you know, especially when sparring was going on and, you know, the way he conducted himself with his sparring partners, just all around good guy. I just can't, I can't sit here and knock him down. This whole thing with him losing and, and, and the spiked water and this controversy is, was really putting a, a, a Let's say it's called it a stormy cloud, you know, over him right now in his career. But this is why we're excited. This is why we want these this fight to happen sooner than later. We want him in action. We want him to reclaim his throne. We want him 
to wear the crown again. And the only way he's going to do that if he gets back in there and he fights as soon as possible and deads all this bull crap that he's done. You know, he's not done. If you to think that this man is done, come on, guys. The man didn't take too much punishment. This fight was the most punishment he took. Well, before the loss, he said he wanted to retire at 36. He was 34. He took a year off. He'll be 35. I mean, you know, has that changed uh, once he starts doing more and more interviews or once it's a fight week and and those questions could be asked? Maybe we'll find out. Um, but, wow, 36? 36 yeah. years old, huh? That's young for a heavyweight, too, nowadays. Yeah. You got well, guys in there that are I fighting mean, because into their at that late point, 40s. I mean, at that point, remember, he was at the cusp. He was at the door. You're fighting one of the two... Right, it's one of the. It was three of y'all, and 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 you're you guys are eliminating each other. So, you know, the timeline made sense in his mind. I'm gonna beat Tyson Fury. Then, you know, I got a year worth of bullshitting around until I can actually get the AJ fight. And 36, I'm done. But, you know, uh, obviously, that there was a bump in the road, and that bump was uh, Tyson Fury. I mean, there's still money to be made. Absolutely. Listen, uh, I'm sure him and Ruiz can be a successful pay-per-view. I'm sure that can do... De- if Listen, if, if he can do 275 with Luis Ortiz, he and Ruiz can definitely do 275. Definitely. I, 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 can, I, I can see them doing more, but... 275 would be a decent number, you know? 300 would be a decent number. And, you know, you'd be getting paid. Getting paid really good, man. There's still matchups out there we never got to see that people were excited about. We wanted to see him fight Dillian White. That fight's out there. Um, You know, and there's a lot of up-and-coming... Uh, yo, you know what, man? Now that we're getting into it, I don't know if you guys uh, might have already covered this and, 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 and talked about it, but, like, F.A., man. F.A., the way he came out yeah. and... That's what I was saying earlier when I'm I, like everybody's coming out the woodworks. We did it. Wow. We did an individual show on Fa and his wife and like other people taking shots at Wilder. That's that was the one that's titled the 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 Deontay Wilder uh, disrespect continues. And, and, and this mm. is what I mean. But yeah, give me your thoughts because this is what I'm talking about. Now, as long as you have a, 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 a not even. Not even. I was about to say now, as long as you have a fucking a boxer's license, you can call out Wilder. But this other dude. The baseball player, Brandon uh, Marshall, oh, that, called him that's out. that's a joke. It was retarded, man. I mean, I'm telling you, anybody and everybody is taking shots now. He needs to get in this ring and make a statement. You know, when guys like that start coming out, and look, and again, this is all speculation, right, and how the Dumatron mind works, but when I see things like this happening, bro, like it, it, it gives me a feeling that a lot of talk in the underground right behind the scenes you know in the gyms like yo he's done yeah he's done nah nah we heard about it he's done like for for a fighter right to get the balls to just come out of nowhere and say you know i got him bro you got knocked down by lesser punchers like and you're talking like you about to go own the guy who's knocked everybody out except one guy like it's it's it just gives me a sense that a lot of people in the underground behind the scenes the talks are the talks. I'm like, yeah, he's done. Some some people are feeling like he's done, man. I'm not one of them. Absolutely not. 
But uh, some of these fighters are probably thinking like hey, they they could take a shot at the at the at the throne, man. And um, even though Tyson Fury holds holds that 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 crown right now, you know what I'm saying? People still believe in Deontay Wilder, you know, as their champion, being able to come back and 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 make and right the wrongs. So it's a um, it's a bit it's a bit weird, man. It's a bit weird with 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 the way. You know, with the way things are turning out, and then AJ, I mean, we're not gonna get we're not gonna get the AJ Tyson Fury fight probably for a little bit. Let's say he goes on and he fights Charles Martin. Like, how many how many fights before he gets back to Tyson Fury? Before he gets back to uh, uh, um, you know to, to to an AJ fight? How long do we have to wait for that? You're saying he's retiring at 36, so now it's, things are a little weird for me because there's only so much you can do in a year. How many fights are you gonna take, and are they gonna give you those fights? It's it's just, are we gonna get those fights? That's what I want to know. You know, we can start out with a Charles Martin, uh, um, some of the other guys that were mentioned uh, for Deontay. Wall. It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Father's first opponent, but how long does it, is it going to take? How many fights is he going to have to go through now in order to get to that, to that um, AJ or Tyson Fury fight? Because... That's going to be a waiting game for the public again, you know, and even though even if he gets in there, he mixes it up and he takes care of business. People are always it's like, yo, he's not going to get credit. Even he's not going to get credit, man. It's crazy the way things have been working out for Deontay Wilder. I mean, I'm going to give him the credit, but some are still going to say, ah, he fought him, Charles Martin. Yeah, we already knew he was going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. That's how people are, you know. So how many other guys am I going to have to fight? As Deontay Wilder before I get to Tyson Fury and AJ. That's a long wait. 36 years old, man. I mean, it's long depending on the route that you choose. I mean, you could easily... Uh, there's There was rumors of this being an eliminator. So now that gets you in position to fight AJ. Or the winner of that belt. If AJ or Fury vacate the IBF, which Fury has done in the past. And even Canelo. Um then maybe Wilder doesn't get let back in the game, so to speak. But there are ways, as a contender, he has more ability to fight the champions than as a champion. As a champion, they have to unify, just ask Crawford. You understand? They got to say yes. As a challenger, you become the mandatory, and they blatantly duck. You know, just ask Triple G when he decided to vacate his belt. I mean, I'm no, I'm no, uh, uh, you know, master of this uh, uh, chess game, so to speak. But how, how, do, how do you move the pieces? Like, does... well, I mean, no. There, uh, let's go to the rankings. Boxingvoice.com forward slash rankings, which are always up to date. And I'll screen share this for those that uh, you know want me to do the work for you. Bam. So Wilder's sitting pretty at number one in the WBC. He could easily mm. find himself facing the interim champ. Alexander Pervekin or the winner of that rematch, which is uh, scheduled with Dillian White, you know, um, and he can become the mandatory within a year or, or two to the champion 
whoever that may be. Right now it's Fury, but if AJ can beat him, it'll be it will be AJ. So he has a route. Now again, he's doubling the route by fighting Martin, who's also equally the number one in the IBF. So now mm. he could be mandatory in two division, two sanctions. You know, uh, he's number four in the WBA, and now Trevor Bryan is one. I'm sure Al and Don King go way back. They could do a deal. He could fight Brian and then be again in a position to face Joshua. So the, the, he's the only one that's... Look, and this is why PBC doesn't deal with them. The only one that's not ranking them highly is the WBO. They're disrespectful. Somehow in their eyes, you lose... <laughs> God! Somehow in their eyes, if you lose to Tyson Fury, who is universally the number one heavyweight in the world, you drop to the ninth place. And uh, our good friend, Zhao Zhang, or Zhao Zhan, is, is somehow ranked in front of you when his biggest Yo, win... Yo, big bang, bro. <laughs> his biggest win is like Dermian Trenko. Somehow Frank Sanchez, who struggled with an MMA fighter who's older than me, oh! is ranked higher in the WBO. WBO, Paco, I don't even get him. Is he Panamanian or Puerto Rican? What is Paco? I'm starting to question Paco crazy. Like him and Gilberto, though they both out of control. Gilberto has made five, six titles per division, and Paco just refuses to recognize PBC fighters from a fair standpoint. You telling mm. me that a cruiserweight could move up and be your number one, but a champion who's defended his belt for fucking ten defenses? is ranked number nine in your division, in your section. Like Junior Fah, his sparring partner. Wilder's, Junior Fah is notoriously known as a sparring partner for Wilder. I've watched him in countless camps. Somehow he's ranked above him for, for what? Sparring Wilder? The disrespect. Yeah, I think it's the money. I told you it's the, the disrespect money, continues. So, so let me ask you this. Other than... Anthony Joshua, who do you give Andy Ruiz credit for as a win on his resume? Oh, man. Oh, you got to Google, huh? Okay. Not, not because, I mean, he's fought Alexander Dermachenko also. And, um, I mean, I give him some credit for that. Um, I think he fought, uh, did he fight Parker? Yeah, he fought Parker. I mean, he lost to Parker, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I thought it was just, you know, a close-ass fight. But I can't give him credit for a loss, right? So, I mean, there's not too many stars on his record. I'm exactly. not going to say this in big but names. Somehow, but... but somehow Paco values him, and his only win is to AJ, which is equally a second loss. He lost to Paco, he loses to AJ, and he's ranked number four. But Wilder, who was already a champion. See, Andy never was a champion. Yeah. So, again, it's like, what are we valuing? What's what's the assessment tool you're using here, buddy? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's not an assessment tool. There's not about value. There's nothing. It's a money. It's, it's a disrespect. Money it's the continued disrespect. What the fuck I, I, I don't understand how any of those guys could be ranked higher than him. I really don't. I mm. really don't. You got my man Super Max on the Super Chat. Says, some feel Wilder's spirit is broken. Time will tell. Yeah, well, uh, again, more reason why he needs to fight because there are people like you that are saying that. So 
So that is fuel for the fire. That's the motivation. You know, I, I I don't think his spirit is broken. If anything, he's had time, you know, a lot of time to, to, to search within himself. You know, if if any soul searching was necessary for the man, I, I don't think his spirit is broken at all. I think that this contract was broken, <laughs> you know, and it never happened. You know, it's crazy, man. Deontay Wilder has gone through two situations where he can't get the fight, you know, going with these top guys and the top guys i'm talking about you already know aj and tyson fury right aj did we didn't get the fight tyson fury does his thing off into the sunset we don't get that fight so it's uh, uh i don't think his spirit is broken at all man i think that 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 right now people are counting him out uh the wbo has him at ninth place that's 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 crazy I, the only thing i can think about is just monies and dudes that probably haven't had a long-term relationship with wbo and that in that aspect maybe yeah that, i mean that, look at least the wbo has him ranked because ibf doesn't even have him ranked they're not they didn't, they didn't even you know he's gonna he if this rumor is true and he faces martin for an eliminator that i don't even know how that's possible because if, you, if he's not in their top 15 how does he even get an eliminator shot now can they petition and 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 then you know Mr. Peoples of the IBF, the president, can sit down and be like, well, he was a champion and and assess it. Yeah, but like the fact that they don't have him ranked is crazy, man. It's just the way sanctioning by the way boxing works as a whole is just retarded, man. <laughs> it, it it can be it can be rocky, man. It's it hard can be rocky. to explain to people. It's hard it's like to yo, explain. this worked out like this, but like this, 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 but. Since this happened now, it's not going to work like that. It's going to work like this, this, this. There's always little f X factors. No, every sanctioning body has some slimy shit going on. You know, IBF for a while, I, I tried to think that they were great until they created an interim in the welterweight division. It's like, why don't you have an interim in any other fucking division? You understand? Uh -huh. why, why are you making an interim in the welterweight? And they tried to make an interim, or they probably did, and he's no longer recognized. Uh, in the IBF in the 200, 200 plus in the heavyweight division. Remember, they tried to make Adam Kovnaki some sort of uh, interim until he got stopped. And it's like, you don't have an interim in every other division, like, like, like hypothetically, like the WBC and the WBA. So why are you trying to now jump on board because you see they making extra money? You want to be another eight-headed snake like them. You, know <laughs> you want to collect some checks. You know, they the got... Hydra, the they Hydra got, monster. They got a, 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 a per, per sanctioning body. They got five-headed Hydra belt champions. And, and they like, well, let me get in on the fun. You know what <laughs> I mean? Looking like the Hercules monsters and shit. Get out of here. Crazy, a, bro. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of mouths to feed in that Hydra monster. But let's talk about Broski where he's always been. The WBC. He's always been there. He's always paid his dues. He's been a WBC champion forever. Mm -hmm. And I just keep looking at this name here at the Boxing Voice rankings. Alexander Povetkin. The fight we never got, you know. He went over to, uh, uh, you know, he was going to go to Russia and yeah. conquer, you know, the American Rocky. You know what I'm saying? Story. And uh, does that even happen? <laughs> I mean, that's right there. That's right there. Interim champ. Tyson thing, Fury up there. The issue with that is that uh, we got the Dillian White rematch happening. And then Pavekin, if he can beat Dillian, is free and clear. But not free and clear to face Wilder because he's still with Matchroom. And, and I'm sure they will re-up him if he beats Dillian. 
he's in a position to fight Fury, which is a huge fight. You know, Eddie's... Ah, uh, Eddie takes him that way? I'm not saying he takes him that way, but the opportunity is there, and Pavekin isn't going to not want to go that way. Pavekin is going to look at Eddie and say, look, brother, either you get me the AJ fight or you get me the Fury fight, but I'm in position. Mm. You know? You are sitting in your mum's spare rooms, just tickling your bollocks. <laughs> Andre Dakota says that uh, Shelly Finkel needs to send a cashier's check to the IBF office in Springfield, New Jersey. Hit the like button, people. Over 400 boxing heads watching. Hit that thumbs up button and let the world know. We talking boxing. I'm trying to get Sam Jones on from the United Kingdom. Uh, I sent them the link. He's he, sh he should be coming on. Uh, Sam Jones. We're, we're, we should be having his fighter come on as well. Not today, but I think we got Solomon scheduled sometime this month. I thought I did, unless I already missed him, bro, and uh, didn't get to him because we did Johnny. When was Solomon? You know what everybody before? says? Yusuf. No, no. Yeah, so I definitely got Solomon. I got to see what date did I tell Solomon. I can't find him. Let me search him. But, yeah, uh, I want to talk about Solomon because there he goes. Solomon, he's scheduled for, oh, shit. That's what happened. He was scheduled for when I did the move, January. We got a reschedule champ. All right. But uh, he he's getting a lot of press. He's going to make his debut on the March 20th card with uh, Lawrence Okoli and Glowacki. Uh, this is uh, 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 the heavyweight, right? This is the heavyweight. Uh, he's going to be making his pro debut. He's signed to Matchroom Sports. He's managed by Sam Jones. And uh, he does not have a fight. Is this, so, this Nicosi? I'm just no, want to be sure. No, no. Okay. This is Solomon Dakaris, right? Dakaris, okay. Dakaris? Or something. I, wanna, I don't know. I got to get him on. But the point is... Uh, he's getting a lot of press because he's trying to have his pro debut versus a 19-0 fighter in the heavyweight division. Oh, that's the guy that's fighting Lovejoy? 19-0, 19 KOs, and this guy who's 0-0, they're really... He says he want to go. They're really trying to make this fight. I mean, uh, Sam Jones has been on IFL and I mean, there's a lot going on when it comes to uh, these two guys. Are they using it as uh, hype to hype up the debut and they're not going to make the Lovejoy fight? I don't know, but that's why I want to get Sam on the phone because, you know, look, this is this is them on IFL with Sam Jones, with Dakari, and with Lovejoy. You know, shout out to Coogan. Uh, but look, it's all over, you know, his page. Will he fight the car? I don't know. Are they going to send a contract? He's allegedly no longer with Does Don he King. even have a box, Rick? Well, the car is, I mean, he's 0-0. He can't, he's, he's, he's got, he's, 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 he's got one because he's got a fight schedule. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. That I can't Lovejoy, find his box, um, Rick. Look, he says, oh, they look so tough, but they are so soft. One's done and the other is a test, dummy. White Rhino shut him, shit himself on his live today. And Solomon <laughs> Dakari is now back in hiding, blaming his team. Pathetic. 
they all scared. So I want to see what Sam Jones, who did say yes and did say he's available. He's um, scared, y'all. He's scared. I want to know why they weren't able to make this fight. Now, Sam Jones, from what I've seen, told Chris Lovejoy, don't price yourself out because you're not even worth a Mars bar. But <laughs> I, I want to question him. How, hey, could yo, he, he crazy. how could he say that Um, when obviously... You know, obviously Lovejoy was good enough to get a fight with White Rhino. It didn't happen, but he was good enough. He he they went through with all the posters. He was he got flown out there. He got Wow Hydrate to sponsor him. So I just want to get his um you know true opinion on that. Or was he just tongue in cheek with it, trying to, you know, take a little dig at Chris? Getting uh, cheeky. <laughs> yeah, because I think Chris most definitely brings 10 times more appeal and attention than anyone they can possibly find to debut, right? Like, we've never seen this before, so that's why we would tune in, because it's an 0-0 guy versus a 19-0 guy. Regardless of Chris's resume, at least we know that this declarated amateur, Solomon Dakaris, can test some. And let us know how good he is. Is he just a good marketing genius? Or is he truly a heavyweight boxer? So uh, it, hopefully Sam could come on. Like I said, he said, yeah. Um, all right, let me see. Maybe he's having issues with that. Okay, he's downloading Skype. All right. Okay. I Sol- Solomon, uh, um, obviously he's an O&O fighter. But um, even if, I mean, I don't know too much about him, right? Obviously, it's just amateur at this point, but some of these guys you got to watch out, man, because you know, you know, as well as I do, Ness, you know, we're in these gems sometimes, and you, we, we, we get to meet some guys that are just there, you know, they're they're gym rats, and they're constantly helping other guys. They're in there sparring all the time. They're they they're not active in the gym, but they're I mean, excuse me, in the fights, in the fight game per se, but they're active in the gym. They're they're putting in the work, and they're working on their craft. So. um I'm not saying that Solomon Dakari fits under this uh, model, but it could be. And um, you can't take these guys, uh, uh, you can't take no one lightly in this game. Uh, I'm loving uh, Chris Lovejoy's uh, uh, attitude. I like his confidence. And, um, you know, if he gets in there with, with, with him, we, we get to see him, uh, uh, you know, crack past that 19 barrier, get into the 20s. Uh, and if not, we'll see uh, Solomon rise, right? But at the end of the day, sometimes you just got to, you know, keep it quiet because you just never know what the other guy's been doing for all this time so maybe uh sam comes through and uh gives us a little bit more insight to see if any of that's even uh um you know partly or or entirely true yeah he's he, he created a skype i just need his skype id and i'll find him and get him on get him on yo Let's sam jones get it on. Let's get it on, baby. <laughs> yo man yo why my why my why the gym owner called me like yo you all right i ain't been in the gym since my wife came bro he checked in on me that's crazy right that's what's up need that <laughs> need that need that my man like yo you good seven in the morning too he wasn't playing like, uh, and what, what time usually do you you know Six o'clock is when he opens. I mean, he got six and six uh, uh, sessions, so I, I'm not up at. I mean, I'm up at six, but 
There's yeah. no way I can make it to the gym back scheduled all that in time. It's not happening. Yo, when was the last time Chris Lovejoy fought? Oh, it's been man. a while. He hasn't fought in a while, man. He hasn't fought since he made enough attention to get other people to pay for his fights. Remember, he put himself in this position out of pocket. So, oh, yeah, yeah. He took that He took that fight in Tijuana. Hey, yeah, he said he, that last time. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, this is in January. He took that fight. It's not so bad. I'm just saying, like, I hope it was some, you know, some some good work for him. That's the thing, you know, he's staying active. That that's the scary part. But he's been training, he's been traveling around, he's been he's been staying busy. So maybe Lovejoy is just real confident right now too, man, and um and where he's standing right now. I mean, we've interviewed other guys. He sparred some pretty solid dudes, um, even more experienced, you might say. Uh, and 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 it's it's gonna be. Uh... Right, and he keeps getting experience. I mean, he went out there with Cassius Cheney, Lewis Ortiz. He's he's moving, he's moving. They better get him now because uh, his popularity is growing, which is giving them connections and doors. You know, he's he was in North Carolina, he was in Miami. He you know he's he's working, he's working, man. So uh, I don't know how hard, but he's working. <laughs> and, um, that's always the tale with the heavyweights man how hard you just don't know yeah but, but uh, uh i mean look it, 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 as long as he's working on his craft i mean the guy's a strong dude you know what i'm saying uh, at that yeah. weight you have to be right like he's 300 pounds like you cannot not be strong oh uh, yeah nah the guy the guy in you know, the times we've had him on chris has always been flexing you know what i'm saying dude's big man too big. I, I don't. I haven't heard nobody say how hard he hits, as far as you know, in sparring or or, or anything else. But it's Sam. Sam Jones, how are you, brother? What's happening? Why is this screen so terrible? Bro, well, well, flip that's... it to the side. Get into that panorama well, view. Well, the thing is that uh, what you see isn't what the public sees. So I, I'm sending you the link uh, for the playback and the live, so you can, you know, if you want to see what it would look like. It looks totally different. Uh, but I, I, I'm, uh, I want to thank you, obviously, for coming on short notice. Um, no problem. We've been definitely getting wind of, uh, I guess, the, the, the media campaign that you're doing for your new heavyweight, Solomon uh, Dakaris. Am I pronouncing that correct? Dakers. 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 Oh, my God. We were killing that all morning. Dakers. Murdered it. So, um, obviously, uh, you know, a lot's been going on with Dakers and Lovejoy, and and I just wanted to talk to you because I know that you're you're, you're you have a lot of knowledge in this sport. You know, I've I've told my audience that you connected Savannah Marshall. Uh, obviously, they know you are the manager of Joel Joyce and uh, Vijo, uh, uh, Guido Villanella, so y you know what you're doing. And I just wanted to hear it from your mouth. Or do you seriously want Lovejoy for? Dakers uh, pro debut um, or is that just to hype up the, the pro debut? No. I'm to put you to sleep. percent <laughs> <laughs> um, we want him. So we'll knock Lovejoy out in one round. So so how close what? how close are we to getting this fight? Cause um you know, I did watch the interview with IFL. Shout out to Coogan Cassius and yourself and uh, obviously Dakers and Lovejoy. But you said he wasn't worth a Mars bar. And I, I, I don't know if it's because I'm American and we're over here on uh, in the States, but we know of him, not for fighting, 
but he's made himself popular enough. Yeah, exactly. But doesn't that bring attention? Yeah, listen, I like Chris. I've met Chris loads of times. Chris is my guy. I like him. Good guy. But he's a big 500-pound dipstick. He needs to fight. He definitely needs to fight. Oh, um, he, he's gotten this far strictly off of, uh, you know, social media and, 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 and respect for his grind, right? Like, at the end of the day, he paid to get those fights in Mexico. He put himself in this position. Uh, and, and allegedly, he's out of that uh, Don King promotional contract now. Um, did you make sure of that? Because I know... Eddie signed them for a fight, and then that wasn't able to happen. I mean, first of all, you respect any man that, that, that puts boxing gloves on. Any guy. It doesn't matter whether it's the lowest level or the highest level. And he's got to have something to be able to put out 19 guys, like, early doors as well. Like, round one, round two. He, he's got to have something about him. Do you know what I mean? He's a big dude. I've met him personally. He's a massive guy. So, he will take some shifting you know what i mean by anybody like you'll take some shifting um but uh as far as i'm concerned we we put the fight to him and I've, i spoke to eddie about it yesterday and eddie's told me that he's still tied up with don king and this makes it a problem like but i've said to eddie bring that big heavy bag over to the uk and let's soul fight him let, let's try and make it happen soul's penciled into fight on the 20th of march his, his opponent, we've got an opponent for him, a very credible opponent. But if we can make the Lovejoy fight, then it, it makes history, in my opinion. It's got everyone talking. My phone was blowing up like 19-0 uh, against 0-0. Oh, no. it, it's not for publicity. I am deadly serious. I would sign that fight today if we can make it happen. Sam, are you able to put your phone sideways so we get a wider view of you? <laughs> you don't want to make a wider awesome. view of me. <laughs> I'm show. already I'm already fucking wide. Come on, Chad, you ready to go for a run right now with the hoodie? Come on. Uh so who is the opponent and is he on the level of Lovejoy? Because is it gonna be like we're so what excited? What is Lovejoy's level? Tell me, you tell me what the hell is Lovejoy's level? Nin nobody nobody fucking knows. 19 and 0, 19 KOs, man. I mean we but gotta this, go off what's what, on. This paper. is what I'm saying. He's, have you he's ever, ranked. Have you ever seen? No, no, we never, ever, we never seen him fight, but he got ranked in the WBA. So for it doesn't matter. Listen, for Solomon. I could get ranked in the WBA. <laughs> I could fly to America now, and I could knock you out where you're sitting. I could knock you off that stool, and I'd get a top ten ranking in the WBA. You gotta know Gilberto to do that. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna have to know Gilberto to do that. But that's the point, though. He's done all the legwork for Solomon. If Solomon beats him, now he's top ten in one fight. Is are you ready for that? Are you ready so, listen, for him to be top ten in so, one fight? So is twenty-seven years old. He's fought in the World Series of Boxing. He's got a very strong amateur background. He sparred the best fighters, heavyweights there are in the world. Soul's ready to take an immediate gamble. Yeah, it's a calculated gamble. Yeah, Joe Joyce for Ian Lewison. On his professional debut over 10 rounds. Ian Lewison was coming off a defeat against Dillian White, an 11 round TKO loss. Joe beat him in the eighth round. People still don't respect, people just still don't look back on that and think, unbelievable. I know what I'm doing when it comes to, 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 um, to a trajectory for a fighter. And Lovejoy, in my opinion, 
I've looked at him aesthetically and I think Sol beats him in a round. So how hard is it going to be to make this fight now that Eddie's told you he's still with Don King? Does that mean that Lovejoy can't be uh, dealt with at this moment? Because obviously the White Rhino fight didn't happen. Yeah, the 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 the, the, the Dave Allen, but Dave Allen's retired now, so we, we're talking about this. But I, I still don't know how. The, I mean, the last I heard, Brian, uh, uh, Trevor Bryan, and Bermain Stevern. They, them dudes still haven't been paid their money from, and I predicted that would happen. They still not been paid their, their purses from from their heavyweight title. Hey, fight. No oh, way. So, so what I'm saying is, is like Don King, 600 years old, still manipulating situations. Like mm -hmm. Lovejoy, he's good. I, I think he's good for boxing. Lovejoy, I want him to come over here and show me you can fight. I'm giving you an opportunity. I'm giving him an opportunity because, as I said to him before. You're not worth a Mars bar because the, the British public think you're this, yeah, uh, and, and no action. We need some substance. Come right. over here. And you said you can stop Seoul's career from starting uh, before it's even started. Let's do it. Let's 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 put it all on the line. Two unknown quantities. Seoul with his amateur career behind him, but he's got no pro fights. Lovejoy with 19 and 019 knockouts. There's never been it's never been done before. I'm I want to make history in this fight. I'm going to put you to sleep. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, so so uh, on Box Record doesn't have uh, Solomon's opponent. Who is he so we can, uh, I guess, get to know him? So is scheduled to fight Danny Whitaker, um, who was coming off a, a loss against David Adelaide, but he actually had a big win over an undefeated heavyweight prospect in Jonathan Palata. Now, Danny Whitaker. Um, I only got short notice against David Adelaide. Very short notice. So he turned up. He wasn't in the best shape. We've given him plenty of time to get ready for this fight. Because we don't want Sol to fight no hopers. Because when you've fought at a high-level amateur and you start fighting Christmas puddings, you're going to fall down in, 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 in what you've... You, you don't want to fall down because sometimes when you fight people that are so below you in levels, you get brought down to their experience. You don't need that. You, you need to keep... You need tests, every small test and a and a and a and a good trajectory. So uh, today we were discussing uh, Eddie Hearn's comments because uh, we do a daily morning show, right? We're like uh, the Breakfast Club of boxing, and we were talking Eddie Hearn's comments on Deontay Wilder, both on the Breland and on the fact that he feels Charles Martin probably beats Deontay Wilder. Where where do you have Deontay Wilder at this point in, in the heavyweight boxing scene? Um, Deontay Wilder is still in the top five because he, he, he could go to any zoo in the world and he could lean over the fence and knock out a small elephant with that right hand he has. That's right. So Deontay Wilder is a scary man. Honestly, I've met him two or three occasions because I'm very, very good friends with Malik Scott, our mutual friend. But I've met him a few times and he's a great guy. I really, I've got so much time for him. I love, I'm a big fan of him because, but when I saw him fight Tyson, I, when he when he walked past me with his mask, I was genuinely scared. Like, genuinely scared. Like, I looked at him and I thought, fuck me, you're, you're, you're a scary, scary dude. Like, like can really crack. He's so entertaining. Like, like he could be losing every like the Ortiz fight he was losing every second of that fight and then he just howitzered him like he just harpooned him like like he nearly yes, killed the guy didn't he like he, he was I don't know like so 
it's sad for me, for me to see what's happened with the Mark Breland thing because I think when two guys have worked so close, I think it's sad for Mark Breland, it's sad for Deontay Wilder. Nobody spiked Deontay Wilder. For me, he acted a bit like a baby. He should have just dusted himself off and said, let's get it on third fight and I'll put the right the wrong if you so you back yourself. But going to the Charles Martin fight, Charles Martin is severely underrated. I've seen Joe Joyce deal with so many people in sparring. Like I, he's done some horrible things to sparring partners. I won't, you, you don't speak about sparring, but Joe is an animal, yeah. I've told this for years, he's an animal. But when he sparred Charles Martin, trust me, Charles Martin can fucking fight. He's not a coward. He's not, he's not what people think of him. I've got a lot of respect for Charles Martin. Charles Martin told me before he fought Anthony Joshua, he was having threesomes. In, in, the, in a hotel room before he even fought him. So, whoever was advising him at the time... It, 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 yeah, so he was obviously ill-advised and, and and he obviously made some money because I know he comes from a from uh, not-so-great up, upbringing, background. So, when a guy's got money and it's just been given to him, you kind of need the, the right people around you and the right advice. He obviously That's had true. the wrong team and the wrong advice around him. But listen to me, Charles Martin can fight. He's got big balls. He's got a tremendous back, um, uh, southpaw backhand, and he can fight. Um, Charles Martin can knock it, can knock, can knock people out with that left hand. Do I think he can beat Deontay Wilder? There's, there's a huge possibility he could outbox him. But Deontay Wilder could also knock you the fuck out in, in, in a split second. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree, man. Definitely don't think he's done. Uh, but do you like the Martin fight as his comeback fight off of that Tyson Fury loss? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, 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 I don't have any problem with the fight. I'll definitely watch it because I think the pair of them can knock each other out. As I say, Charles Martin is judged on getting cleaned out by Anthony Joshua in those two rounds. But I've seen him up close and personal. I've seen him spar Andy Ruiz and, and literally... Toy with Andy Ruiz. Trust me, toy with him in sparring. I, they're not, they're not both nothing to do with me, so I can say whatever I want. Like, but I, I've got a lot of time for Charles Martin. He's, he's, he's a lot better than what people give him uh, credit for, Charles Martin. Do you uh, mind or do you like the fact that the rumor is this should be for an eliminator for the IBF, which would put him or the winner in position to face Joshua sometime, I guess, in the next... Uh, 24 months. Um, I think the the winner of the, the Fury-Joshua fights, because I suspect there's going to be two fights, I think the winner will go on to have another year or so and have a face, hopefully fight Joe Joyce, Usyk winner. Um, but I think the loser will retire. So I think if you lose twice, like then again, one of them could beat each other once, the other one could, and they could end up having a third fight. The belts could become fragmented, so um, you don't know what the, the situation's going to be. But I've got no problem with Charles Martin against Deontay Wilder. I think it's a good fight. I think it's an interesting fight. It's an intriguing to see because from Deontay Wilder's strange interviews, it seems to me like if you if you didn't know him any better, he's kind of he's gone gone do lally. And I don't want that to happen to him because I think he's excellent for heavyweight boxing. He's, he's The way he speaks to me, he makes you believe in what he says. But I want to see Deontay Wilder stop talking, stop moaning and do what you're good at and and start knocking people out again. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see him uh, back in the ring. So as far as uh, Tyson, 
How long do you think before we get an announcement? And are you a bit sad that that fight won't be in Wembley with 100,000? Should they wait to get massive crowds or just do it? Um, the fight, um, as I say, I, I, I'm close to people that are involved in the fight, but I, I'm, I'm, I know Tyson very well. Do you know what I mean? I know Tyson very well. So, But I've not asked him because it's not my business. I'm just going to, I'm waiting like a fan for that fight to be announced. And to be honest, my concentration is on Joe versus uh, Alexander Usyk. That's my um, that's my uh, my business. But I'm waiting like a fan like you guys for the fight. I, I'm, I'm told the announcement is close. There's a few uh, things to iron out, but it's a great fight for boxing. And going back to what you said about the, um, the uh, should it be in Wembley? Yes, it, morally, yes, it should be in Wembley Stadium, yes. But I would rather the fight happens then it doesn't happen at all. Because people have to understand boxing is not like any other sport. These guys would be asked, if they fought in Wembley, even if it was a full stadium, they would still take less money, a lot less money than it would be to fight somewhere like the Middle East. So I don't give a shit where the fight happens, as long as they put their gloves on and they get in the ring and everyone, and the world can see it. It's sad, yes, that it's not at Wembley, because it should be, but... The boys, both boys deserve to earn as much, maximise their earning earnings potential. Boxing is a different sport. It's not like football or, uh, I'm sorry, American football, uh, English, uh, Premier League football, uh, racing, Formula One. These are two guys punching each other in the face, looking to do serious harm to each other. They need to earn as much money as, 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 as they possibly can. And I've got no problem with it personally. Now, what would you want to see? Would you want... Uh, the Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua to be undisputed or do you want the WBO to uh, strip him and, and allow Usyk and uh, Joyce to fight for that belt? Basically, if Joe Joyce and Usyk fight, which I believe they will, we're, we're, we're in talks. Uh, our team, S. John Box, are in talks with Queensbury, Frank Warren and we, we're all talking. Um, if that fight happens, it will be for the interim world title. So, what I would imagine would happen is if Joshua and Fury have the undisputed fight, and rightfully so, because that them two guys both deserve to have that title. The winner deserves to become undisputed champion, yeah? I agree with that. I mean, as, as a boxing fan. So the winner of that fight, I believe, will then be forced to vacate the belt. And then the winner of the Joyce Zusik fight, I'm just speculating here, would be elevated to full champion. And rightfully so. That Joe Joyce against Usyk is a worthy heavyweight world title fight, in my honest opinion. I'm not just being biased. But the first fight between AJ and Fury definitely deserves to be for the undisputed title. Definitely. It's good for boxing. So I wanted to get your predictions on Jared Anderson versus your guy, Kingsley Ibeth, man. What do you think is going to happen in that fight? Anderson I knew is that scheduled... fight was going to happen. I knew that fight was going to happen. And I'm not, before I'm going to say, I'm not going to make excuses because Guido was poor in that fight. He was really bad after the fight. No excuse. No excuse. However, Guido's been suffering bad. He's had, he's, he's had build. I don't know whether you saw my Instagram the other day, our, our, our company Instagram. He's had blobs of calcium like this growing on his elbow. And he's oh. really struggling, struggling, Guido. There's no excuses for that fight. eBay yeah. did really what he had to do. It was a draw. I would love to run the fight back. Jared Anderson, I expect to beat him, but it won't be easy. Because I saw Jared Anderson calling, trying to call out Dubois and Joyce, but 
he's gone quiet since that. Like I like Jared Anderson. I'm a big. Like, I, I looked at him and think, Joe, this kid's got it. Like he's aggressive, but boy, you 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 need to beat someone with a that with a pulse before you start calling out Joe Joyce because Joe Joyce would do some horrible things to that kid. So he, he, he needs to, to to serve his apprenticeship before he starts talking people like like Joe Joyce. And I'm giving that as as, as him as advice. Mm-hmm. But fair play to him, Jared Anderson. He's only a, a young guy. He's taking on eBay, and I wish him all the best. I want him to win. It's good for boxing. I want. I would like to see him win. Now, would your the statement you just made would that change in uh, in terms of like? Him wanting Joe Joyce if he went in there and walked through Ibeth? No. Okay. You don't get you don't get to fight Joe Joyce because you walked Kingsley Kingsley yeah. I Bay. Mm-hmm. Well, I've just I, seen so, I've well, just seen I'm my just, guy appear in the bottom left. I'm what just asking. I'm <laughs> just asking. You know why I'm asking? Because it's like if you think he's gonna struggle, if he wipe wipes through him, then you should be impressed. No, I'm impressed, but you can be I, 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 I I, it doesn't. You, you can't just beat the the, the eBay and then expect to jump the queue. He's he's got to serve his apprenticeship first. He's got to beat beat some some people of note. It's like Tony Yoka. The only thing he's done in boxing so far that's made headlines is is, is miss four drug tests and he's trying to call out Joe Joyce. Nah, no way. Yoka's earn, been beating. He's been stripes. beating some dudes. Sam, what's going on? What's yeah. that? He's beat some guys. He's been beating Who's, some guys that obviously are beat? common opponents. With uh, didn't he just beat a, a Deontay Wilder and an Alexander Povetkin uh, common opponent in? Uh, oh come on, man! Johan Duhapis. Johan Duhapis has not yeah. played punch for ages. Uh, uh, he couldn't even get. <laughs> He's any, tough. I was, tough though. I was talking to his manager. He couldn't even get any sparring for that. That thing. Duhapis just turned up to get a paycheck. Hey, he's on a list of men. No. There's only a certain list of men to beat Joan Dupapis, and that's Wilder and Pavekin, and now Tony Yoka. Baby Miller. Baby Miller as well. He that's, beat a, him. that's another good name outside of his drug, uh, you know, habits. But anyway, let me introduce the world for the first time to, I'm not going to butcher the name because I've been calling you something totally different with your last <laughs> name. Uh, but but Sam, tell us, it's Dakers, right? I fucked right. that up again. Oh, oh, I didn't. All right, all right. So it's Solomon Dakers, and we want to introduce you to our audience, man. Obviously, you've been getting a lot of hype. We know Lovejoy, not for fighting. I'm going to say that before you ask me. We've never seen him in the ring, but he's a great talker. And we're across the pond, man. He's gotten our attention. I I, I had scheduled you, but I'm, I just moved to Florida. You can see the, the, the golden sun coming in. So uh, yeah, we yeah. missed our interview on January 27th. So I knew of you before the Lovejoy controversy, but I'm more interested now in an O and O guy saying I'm good enough to beat a 19 and O guy, regardless of who he's fought. I just think yeah. it shows that you have a lot of heart and confidence in what you do and in your skills. So it's gotten my attention, and uh, I wanted to uh, just talk to you, man. How'd you get started in boxing? Yeah, so. I originally started at 15 years old. I was at, at school, just went down to the gym with a friend of mine that was down the local amateur boxing club. Um, I only trained there for a few months, six months or so. I didn't have any bouts at that time. And it wasn't until I was 20, I came back and had my first bout at 20. I used to play rugby at school and at a semi-professional level. So I was doing that more seriously. Then I went back to the boxing gym at 20 and I just said, I want to start fighting and just went from there really. 
Wow, it's, rugby it's guys funny. are some tough dudes. I was just about to say it's funny how we get American footballers turning boxers like a Gerald Washington. Uh, who else is a football player? There's been so many. Uh, they, yeah. they, they go from football, American football, to boxing, and we just had Johnny Fisher on who went from rugby to boxing. So you kind of have the same story. Similar, yeah, but I just don't want to don't want to get it twisted that I'm a rugby player trying to box. I'm a I'm a true boxer. But I did play rugby at a good level coming out of school. Yeah, so, but I am a true boxer. I've always wanted to box. I've always loved boxing. It was just a way of the sport that was in my face every day at school sort of thing. But yeah, I've had that rugby background. It's toughened me up, definitely. <laughs> so, so, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Solomon, uh, uh, why, why, why now? You know, you, you, you're at a certain age. You've had this amateur background. Um, you know, you've you've been in physical sports for 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 a big big part of your, your your youth. So, why, why now? What's the making? What made you make the decision to turn pro right now? Yeah, it's just the right time for me. I'm 27 years old. I've had a good four years of experience on the international circuit, boxing for for Team GB. And really, that's an Olympic cycle's worth without the actual Olympics happening, which has got postponed and pushed back and who knows what's going to happen. I just wanted to get cracking and fighting. I've got all the experience internationally at the amateurs at the highest level. And I just wanted to start where, where it really counts, which is in the pro game, which I was going to go to anyway. For what do you got to say to those right now that are looking at you as an all and fighter, ready to make his debut, going up, maybe talking about going up against a guy like Lovejoy, 19, 19 knockouts. Uh, what could you tell the public to, to, to let the public know that maybe you haven't just been sitting around, you know, you've been doing your thing, working on your craft. What, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, like I said, I've been just training. I've been boxing international for the last few years representing the country at the highest level. I've been training hard, going around sparring, Joyce, Dubois, all different guys, and I'm, I'm a real boxer. And I'm old and old. I've got a clean slate, but I just want to start proving what I am in the pro ring. It's a clean slate, but just watch me fight and you'll see what I'm about. So, so Solomon, uh, why don't you have the fear of the unknown with Lovejoy? Like, at the end of the day, I can't find tape, and this is what I do for a living. So if I can't find tape, you probably ain't got no tape. So how do you know that he's not good? I don't really care how good he is, to be honest. I will fight anybody. If if Sam said, right, you're fighting Joshua, I'd fight him. Obviously, you got a guy to career, but I'll fight anybody. I'm looking to get to the top. So with a guy like Lovejoy, who's got not, not much footage on him, I'm not really bothered. To be honest, if he's got that many fights, he's not a world champion and he's not a world contender. Well, there's a reason for that. So he's all talk. So just get in the ring and let's fight. That's what I do. And can you give us your statistics in terms of a size? Because you look pretty big on your Instagram. How tall are you? Yeah, I'm six foot five. Okay. Six foot five. And what do you weigh? In pounds. About, I know you're in stones in, in over pounds, there. About 230 pounds. About oh. 230 pounds. Man, you look bigger than 230. Yeah, I'm not not massive like that, but yeah, man, I hold my weight well, and I'm I'm very fit and very uh, very explosive. So, being with uh, Sam Jones Boxing, have you gotten to share the ring with Guido? We don't know. No, I haven't been in the in uh -huh. the country, and Guido's Sam in the same countries all over the place now. And I think he's just had a little injury as well. Okay, okay, Sam, man, we w we want to see him in there with Guido. What sparring? So I, 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 yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I've in the past a few years ago when he was still at Amachan, the Italy squad. He, he, they came to um, Sheffield where the Great Britain squad trained. He was doing a training camp. I did a few rounds of sparring with him there. Oh, 
Okay. It's a good boxer. And I seen uh, that you were in camp with, or you know, sparring with Fabio Wardley, or was it Joyce and yeah. Wardley was there as well? Yeah, like that. I, I was sparring Joyce. Wardley was there. I did a couple of rounds after with Wardley. Oh, Only a you couple did. of rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Wardley, man. He's got my attention. That's a beautiful uppercut he he displays from time to time. Yeah. So what do you? What, how how did that session go? Because he's got a similar start too, right? He's not like this declarated amateur. He kind of got his start through Dillian White and um. Smoke out Sundays, or am I wrong on that story? Something like that, yeah. The white color boxing scene, I think it was. So, don't, didn't really have any amateur fights, I don't think. And he's, he's doing well for himself, coming off no amateur background, really. Get himself into the pro ranks and get a, a few wins and get some some decent following. Like you know, guys, guys are watching him. See what he can do. Yeah, but how'd that sparring go? Sparring, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> 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 gives us nothing here so is it a letdown for you because honestly it's a letdown for me to google your name go to your box track and see tba knowing that you could have possibly fought chris lovejoy are you going to be able to still get up for this pro debut if it's, it doesn't end up being you know someone as popular uh, or known to both you know countries yeah. yeah i had an original opponent anyway which it still may be depending on if lovejoy gets the clearance, gets himself over and gets his gets himself in the ring. I'm just preparing for my... I'm not preparing for anyone else's career. I'm preparing for my career. So I'm putting 100% in the gym. I'm preparing for every fight, the hardest fight of my life, really. And would we see this again, Sam? Like uh, him attempting to... You know, because this is like... I just want y'all to be clear that uh, regardless of Lovejoy's resume, it, it's still kind of like you guys are doing a Lomachenko move, right? Like a, your first fight, you're fighting someone so highly ranked so that your next couple of fights you can possibly get a title shot. You know what I mean? I told you, it's, it's calculated. Smart, no, I smart trajectory, yeah? Mm -hmm. Smart trajectory. Um, Soul's fighting regardless on that date, yeah, March 20th. We've got an opponent ready to go, and I t I've told you who, who the guy is, yeah? I've told Eddie, if you can get Lovejoy cleared, we will fight him on the debut. If not, we'll bring him over another time. Mm. I, I, I've seen glimpses of Love, Lovejoy, and, and, I'll, and I'll say this again. I'll, I'll say, this, say, this, say this to you. Soul will beat him in one round. Damn, one round. No, listen, we've interviewed him a lot, and we've interviewed a lot of people that have sparred him. Americans, you know. No one is, answers it straightforward. They answer it with a smile like, oh, Lovejoy? <laughs> and it's like, yo, so how was that sparring? It's like, well, you know, he's working. No one gives him the credit like, yeah, man, he... So Like I, I said to you, like I said to you, any man that gets in the ring, anyone, yes. I don't get in the ring to earn my living, Yeah. Any man that gets in the in the ring and puts boxing gloves on and put and gets punched in the face for a living or punches people in the face for a living, deserve respect. I'm just confident in it's not an arrogant thing. I, I just know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm happy for Sol to fight him, yeah, and go about his business. I, I believe Sol will dispose of Lovejoy in one round. It will take some doing because the guy's a big old lump. Do you know what I mean? So it will take some some, but doesn't some, that some, put some pressure? <laughs> but won't that put pressure on you, Solomon, for your next opponent to be, you know, as dangerous, hypothetically, even if Is it's on dangerous? paper. On paper, even, on paper. Exactly. Yeah. Even if it's on paper, though, because once you, I, I'm just saying, once you jump that high, do you want to go back down? 
Watts back down, as I keep saying, you don't know his level. But he's ranked. That's all that matters to a fighter is beating someone yeah. ranked. And then, and then, and then you make another calculated move. Oh, what would he doesn't what, need, what would that move like, be? That's what I'm, I'm trying to figure out. What would be? I'm not if putting you, him in. I tell you what. I tell you what. Right. I watched Devern against uh, Trevor Bryan the other day. Okay. This is not being. I, I, I'm saying this again. Trevor Bryan. He's be, he, He's not bad. He's not bad. So would beat Trevor Bryan in three rounds. But but. No. But in how many more fights? He doesn't need any. What do you mean in how many rights? As I say, I, I I looked at that fight the other day and I thought so would be either of these guys. Stevens passed his best. He was past his best when Joe beat him up a few years ago. So so would beat both of those guys. Now he's he's boxed at the World Series of Boxing without don't any developmental fights. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I get he's boxed at the World Series of Boxing. So did Usyk. Yeah. So did Joyce. You know, but they right. still had developmental fights. Like even Joyce, who you fast track. You still Ian Lewison, him... Ian Lewison was Joe's debut, yeah? Ian Lewison would beat Christopher Lovejoy now. I mean, it's hard to say without any tape on Lovejoy. We got to give him the benefit of the doubt until no. until you until proven wrong. I've seen enough of him. I've seen <laughs> enough of him to put a risk, yeah? Bear in mind Soul's my guy like like I'm respo I'd be responsible. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'd take all the Soul would beat him in one round. So let's talk about let's talk right about there. Trevor though. Could 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 Trevor be an option then? No, of course not, because Trevor Bryan's not not gonna fight Sol because he's he's so high. He he thinks he's gonna get a super fight. So yes. of course he's not gonna fight. So that's that's ridiculous. But, but I'm saying hypothetically, from what burn. I've seen, from what I've seen of of of, of Trevor Bryan, I would be not ninety nine percent confident, a hundred percent confident. Sol would punch his head in. Three rounds. And, and what about uh, Bermain, Saul? Let's ask you, would you be willing to take Bermain on your first, second, third fight? Or do you want to yes. be 10 and up? Yes. I one, said Saul. One million percent. I said one Solomon percent. here. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I, I would take these fights. But of course, I'm I'm not naive. I, I need to get in the pro ring, get my experience. Because Correct. as many amateur fights as you had, it's a different game. I need to just get myself in there, get fighting and get working. But I will happily fight anybody. But I do know that I will need experience and to build myself up, right? Like any of anyone else has. Any champions built themselves up. They've had fights at the right time, step by step. But I would happily fight anyone at any time. Beautiful answer, Solomon. That's exactly what I want to hear. Listen, I, I don't rush anybody, man. I, I don't rush anybody. And no, I, you shouldn't. You I should. picked against what? Lomachenko versus Salido. I, I, I didn't think it, it was too soon. And, 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 and it was Fact. too soon. Yeah, yeah, if you ask me a question, would I put Solim with a prime Bermain Stavern for his day? No, of course not, because that's stupid. Mm -hmm. Prime Stavern could fight. He can still fight now, but I'm saying Stavern's past his best. Trevor Bryan looked like he was in some kind of eating competition. No, nah, you do your homework, day. bro. You're making your observations. Nah, it's... Yeah, yeah, no, I, but I know my <laughs> I see you. I'm not stupid. Nobody that, like, that, that, honestly, Trevor Bryan is, is uh, honestly, uh, if you're asking me, oh, would, would I put Solim with Stavern? Yes, the Stavern of now, of course I would. I'm not. Are you stupid? Of would course it be I would. Too the expensive? champ. Would it be too expensive huh? to make that fight for Solomon? I don't think Bermain Stavern's worth that much more. That much anymore. He's got three losses in a row. What's he? What's Stavern? What's Stavern worth? I mean, it's going to be an integrity check though, because you, you're asking a former champion to fight a no-one-no guy or a one-and-no guy. He's going to be like, whoa.
Kevin jo- Kevin Johnson was a former three-time, four, what is he, three, two-time world heavyweight title challenger. Kevin Johnson's on the road now. But it depends what Stubborn wants to do. I like Bermain Stubborn, even though he tried to kill me at a press conference. I, th- I like him. He's a good, he's a good, good enough guy. Hey, what um, happened? Uh, I don't know. He just tried. To, he, I got told to, um, in my young naive days, to spice you up a little bit. So I just said a few home truths, and it triggered him like an AK-47. And he wanted to kill me. <laughs> Um, Get over here! So I'm sure, I'm sure Stavern would like to see me again with uh, with 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 young soul. Do you know what I mean? But I'm saying though, I'm not stupid. You have to be calculated in boxing, especially now. No one's getting those guys with a hundred losses anymore. Yeah. So I'm saying, would you? Would I put Soul in with a Stavern of today? Yes, definitely, because I know Soul would beat him. But would I put him in with a prime Stavern? No, because I'm not a fucking idiot. So, uh, Saul and, and Sam, let me ask you, because we're talking about uh, guiding and not rushing and, and, and fighting, matchmaking. Uh, do you both know F.A. Ajagba? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on him coming out, he and his wife, because she seems to manage his career now. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, James Prince is there, but she's kind of yeah. being very vocal. But what do you guys think about uh, F.A. feeling he's ready for Deontay right now? Deontay Wilder would knock F.A. Jagba's spark clean out of his trainers. Hmm. The ambulance better be ready. The medical better be ready. The referee better be ready. They better have that towel to be able to throw it in. <laughs> what about you, Solomon? Fair play. Anyone that wants to go up against against the odds and go up against someone that's a former world champion or near the top of the game, fair play. Uh, you can only really know what's going to happen when he gets in there. So he's got to get the chin check, really, but... I don't, I don't know what would happen, but fair play for wanting to fight him. Give it a chance. Sometimes these people come good in these fights. Sometimes they don't work out. Sometimes it's not until they get through the test that people realise they was good enough for the test. So True. My worry is, my worry is, Joe fought Yago Kaladze on his American debut. Yes. Yago Kaladze, Joe told me categorically that he's probably... He was he was very like game, very very game as a hooker in Amsterdam, Kaladzi, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but can't punch. This is what Joe told me. Joe yeah. would tell me like he said to me, "Can't punch." He flattened FA Jagba, flattened him, f- flat packed him on the back seat of his pants. Uh-huh. So if Yago Kaladzi can can hurt you like that, Deontay Wilder's gonna, gonna gonna do some awful things to you. Yeah, I mean the the the, I'm gonna put the you upside to the upside to that is that he did get up, you know. So it's like it's yeah. like Ryan getting up from the Campbell knockdown to to get a knockout. It's always impressive. But uh, Solomon, where do you see a Jogba? Because obviously he's not too much uh, ahead of you, and and could possibly yeah. one day be a big fight across the pond, or uh, I don't know, maybe he, right now, you know. Yeah, definitely Guido was there. Depends where he's at in his career. I've, I've watched a bit of him. I've not watched too much of him, to be fair. I think he's at that level where he needs to fight a good few top 10 guys to sort of establish where he's at. And if he comes good, then he's, he's in the mix then. But um, he, he, he seems like a good fighter so far. If he wants to break through to that top level, he just needs to, some solid tests. So Sam's been saying a lot of you punching people's head in. Do you have power? You consider yeah, yourself... So. You, so. No, I mean, do you consider yourself a power puncher? Obviously, Wilder's always believed he was a puncher. Do you think you'll be a puncher puncher or are you a boxer puncher? Or are you I'd a boxer? Boxer puncher, definitely. I'm not a, I'm not a one-hitter. That's all I'm relying on. I'm a good boxer. I'm a boxer puncher. When I get my shots together, combinations, it's going to do serious damage. 
I'm more of a combination puncher, explosive combination puncher. Not a not a one bomber, three or four shots and and that's that. Wow, three or four uh, shots, combination who? punch in a heavyweight division. That's impressive. Uh, Evander Holyfield, like you think, or uh, hooks or 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 how you doing these four punch like, combinations? I do like the, yeah, the hooks, left hook, left hook, right hand. Okay. I do like to mix it inside body shots. You see. You'll see me in my career, I'm going to hopefully try and focus on the body work as well, which a lot of heavyweights don't do. I'm a good body puncher. Who are you working with now, Salam? I didn't get to ask you. Who's who's your trainer? Who are you working with right now? And, uh, um, you know, tell us a little bit about that and how long you've been with uh, whoever is training you. Yeah, yeah I'm training with uh, Max McCracken. He's the brother of Rob McCracken who's training uh, Joshua. Mm -hmm. Also, Max is trained Cal Yafai, Gamal Yafai, both those brothers for a number of years. And I'm, work, I'm working with him. I've since I left the GB squad, so about September time, went straight to him, and we've just been working together since then. How's that transition been for you? Yeah, it's been it's been good. Settling down with the training, obviously, it's different. You know, I might train six to eight rounds in the amateurs would be a long session. And I went straight in the gym with him, and we did about fifteen rounds, pad work, bag work. I was <laughs> on my feet, thinking, "Damn, this is long, man." But I was it's good. I'm, I'm settling into it. I was just going to ask that, like, do you find him training you like uh, a lower, because his guys are lower weights and, and they, you know, lower weight guys have to throw more punches, have to run more miles because their stamina has to be up to par. They throw a thousand punches around. Is he training you like that? Because that would be impressive for a heavyweight out. That's why I always liked Big Baby, right? I know I'm long-winded, but I, I love the Big Baby because he was this guy coming out of nowhere throwing 60 punches around until we find out why he's throwing 60 punches around. But if... If yeah. someone can actually do that in the heavyweight division legitimately, it's it's impressive. Yeah, I've got a very good engine, definitely, and I'm I'm training to put throw a lot of punches, you know, high punch output. So I'm I'm training also a lot of technical. It's a lot of technical work as well. It's not just a box fit sort of session. I'm just doing loads of punching around. It's very technical, but I will be working on high punch volume definitely. Yo, you got our chat going crazy. I, I was ready to say the same thing. <laughs> Everybody's like, yo, they're just waiting for you to say chocolate brownies, man. They, they, I guess they said you sound like uh, uh, Kel Brook, man. Have you ever used the chocolate brownies phrase? And since you were in the chef, you said you were in Sheffield too. Have you met him? Yeah, I haven't actually met Kel. No, oh. no, I haven't. But I did train in Sheffield. Okay. I'm from Birmingham, which is a bit further south. But <clears throat> I've never actually met Kel Brook. And and and, and uh, what's uh, is your nationality? You're from any island yeah. or anything? Yeah, um, my my dad's size Jamaican, my mom's size English. Okay, so okay, I'm, we got I'm, a lot I'm, of Jamaican uh, viewerships, man. One of our co-hosts actually from Canada. Yeah, he's, um, Jamaican. he's Jamaican, but he couldn't yeah, make I got it. Today. A lot from in Canada, the Jamaican side, yeah, Canada and Florida. Yeah, that's where I'm at, sunny Florida. I I escaped that tri-state area and those blizzards they've been having these I, last couple of days. Thank God. I had like two feet of snow right now. I'm a, this is like uh, we, the equivalent for you guys, I guess, would be like Marbella, right? Like something like you guys are talking about. You know, I was thing. I was gonna steer somewhere else. I thought I thought you were looking at what everybody else was saying. Everybody wants to know about the AJ sparring. That's oh, what everybody. I didn't asking. see that. Okay, you sparred AJ. Hey. Yeah, I've sparred AJ for a couple of years up Sheffield. Obviously, he trains there as well with Rob McCracken. Mm. He's the head of the GB squad as well. So I've done quite a lot of rounds with him, yeah. Recently? New AJ? The, the This this boxer up, AJ? Up, up to the, what, two fights ago. So last year, I didn't spy much last year. He was in that. He had a few shorter guys for the Ruiz rematch and Pulev. But just before last year, yeah, I was sparring him regular. So 
similar yeah his new style it was it was changing style about that time how's that experience in there getting in there with aj yeah good experience i've said it before he's at the top of the game and you you look into find confidence if you can have success in that spa and then he goes and knocks someone out for a world title in a world title fight you're thinking okay it's not that far away from me really you know so stupendous it's good <laughs> yeah so it's good learning experience the main yeah. thing with sparring is you've got to learn every time you can't go in there get through the rounds and just be like oh i've sparred aj i'm i'm happy with that no you've got to go in there and work on things and think what have i got to learn from this to try and better myself now is he the guy now he's a guy that if you hit him with a good shot he's coming for you joshua yeah i think so i'm, I'm the same way as well so's I'm that guy so's <laughs> that guy <laughs> Yes, I'm seeing that. Yeah, yeah. But Joshua, yeah, you won't get away with too much if you um try and get a few shots off. He will definitely reply. So, uh, can you tell us some of your dreams and goals in the sport? Like, uh, you know, what what do you want to accomplish? Yeah, yeah. I've got no bones about it. I want to be a world champion. That's what I'm in the game for. I'm aiming for the top, and I'm putting in the work to to get there. That's that's what I want to achieve. I want to go all the way. I'm not gonna cut no corners. I've got hard work to do. I'm not naive, like I've said, but I do want to go all the way. That's that's what I'm gonna put my heart on. What, what's your eating like? Do you have a, a you know dietitian? Is there a, a chef? Because you have a pretty popular team, so you know these questions may seem like, well, I just started, but you know you're you're with Sam Jones. You're, now now we find out your trainer is the brother of uh, AJ's trainer. You're sparring AJ. You're sparring Joel Joyce. So yeah. We're going to expect great things from you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just... Yeah, I look after myself eating-wise. I'm a heavyweight. Obviously, I've got an appetite at times. And I, I'm not, <laughs> not going to lie. I do like a few a few chocolates and a few biscuits and cookies. But I know that I need to cut it out. You know, I've got five weeks to my fire. I've been cutting it down. I've been eating clean. Just eating clean and basic. Good thing with a heavyweight. I'm not having baby portions and, and rabbit-sized portions. I'm eating... <laughs> Amounts for clean food. Some of the benefits of being a heavyweight. Well, you definitely don't look like you eat biscuits and brownies, so that nah. means you are burning shake. the calories in the gym. How long do you <laughs> stay in the gym per day? Per day, um, my boxing session, couple of hours in the gym, and then I'll do my strength and conditioning session another hour on the evening. So I train twice a day, or I'll I'll be in the I'll be in the boxing gym every morning for a couple of hours, and I'll have a do my strength and conditioning work or go go for a run. Maybe so, I, I seen you uh, sized up here next to uh, Daniel Dubois. Did you pick Joyce uh, because of your time in the ring or just because of the friendship? Nah, nah. I was impartial to both of them. I, I just generally thought that the way the style was, Joe's style, saw an aspiring Dubois. He doesn't get really gassed, but he's, he can't maintain the same pace as Joyce. And I thought Joyce over the rounds would get to him. Did I'm going to put you to sleep. Did you have <laughs> success uh, with your jab versus Dubois? Because that was the most impressive thing to me, to watch Joyce do that with a jab, bro. It was just the jab. Yeah, it's a part. Dubois has got, got a good jab. The jab was Dubois' best weapon. When I've sparred him, his jab's one of his best weapons. He's got good timing on it. And I was surprised with Joyce. But I did notice sometimes that if you go jab for jab with Dubois, sometimes it don't come off. But the double jab... There is a, um, openings for the double jab. Sometimes with Dubois and uh, I think Joyce did really well to, to get that working, man. 
the jab. It surprised me a little bit. When you're in these sparring sessions with these uh, high-profile fighters, is your trainer uh, there, or, or are you sent alone sometimes just because of availability? Yeah, no, I, I managed to get my trainer, Max. He came with me, so when I went to spar, Dubois, he came with me for a few days. A couple of the times, because I'd go down for the whole week, a couple of the, the times sparring, I, I wouldn't have no one there, but they would have someone in the gym that would just go in my corner. I had Max and a mother coach, Richard Heritage, who's from my amateur club is going to come over to the pro ranks with me as well and help out he managed to get there for a couple of spars a couple of times i was on my own but they did try and get down as well does it feel any different for you when you're on your own or when you got max like do you feel you perform better when max is there or or you know uh, it's an interesting one um don't know if i perform any better maybe just you've got a bit more solid instruction something that in a round you might be able to do a little adjustment the next round so it's a bit more guidance there, but um, I mean, I'm used to it being on the GB squad. You just got the same coaches for everyone anyway. So when you're sparring, it's, it's not really that specific for you against someone else. You're all the same coaches. Mm. So what you're trying to, you got you get some waves going on. You trying to get the 360s? You no, splash, splashing up there, champ? I'm trying, but you know what? The barbers are all closed with his lockdown, man. The, the hair's looking like throwback Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, guys, look, man, those are all our questions. We do we, want to thank we, you. We did, we did have some questions from the people, no? Or did we not? Maybe uh, I'm mistaken. Actually, I do. I do because I had him scheduled, so it's an old post. Let me look it up. I do have some for Solomon for sure. Yeah, they're getting at you right now in the chat, Chad. Oh, yeah? They want to hear some more about Solomon. All right, let me, <laughs> let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. I got to – give me a sec. Let me see. Yeah, now, look, listen, Solomon, I seen you hitting the bag, man. You was uh, high high punch uh, output on the bag. I mean, is that was that one of the drills that you do in order to get your, your, your punch output higher? See, you just uppercut yeah. in the bag. Boom, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was for the gram, man. That was for the gram. Oh, that was for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love that you're so good. honest, man. Good. No, but I love that he's honest. That's the second question he answered so honestly. Yeah, I won't be in the gym and just doing that for 10 rounds, you know, but sometimes it's good to put a little flashy little something, something together and post it and people take interest. It all builds your profile at the end of the day. It's a bit of a yeah. game, isn't it? It's Absolutely. a heavy ass bag, and you you know what you you, you said it just right, man. That's something that that uh, I think a lot of a lot of teams should pay attention to too, in order to like bring up their fighters along because social media is it, guys. That that is just a very huge, and 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 fights are being made off of social media, and 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 it's very important to get a grip on that early on so that the traction's there, and when you do get under the lights in in a network, it's it's immediately you know you already you gotta got be a package nowadays, and you gotta be a Absolutely. package. You gotta be your package, brother. Absolutely, Sam. You get it though, man. You're you're doing your thing, man. I, I really, uh, I'm really, really, really appreciate how you handle your business as a manager. So the first question is coming from Rizzy. Uh, he says, "What position did you play, and what clubs? Is there any UK names around English level that you want?" So I guess he's talking about when you were a rugby player. What position did you play, and what club? And uh, yeah. are there any UK names around the English level in the boxing circuit that you want in on your resume, Solomon? Yeah, I played in the, the second row and the, the back row, number eight. So for the rugby guys, they'll know what that position is, number eight. And for Mosley Rugby, Worcester Warriors Academy, their top premiership side, I was in their academy. And English level, I'm just looking for anyone that's got British titles, a great one I want to get. 
So I'll be looking at the British title, English title, all titles, you know, top guys. I'm not chasing any specific names, but I want the, the titles. Did Real you... quick, let me just how did you how did you get into rugby, man? I've always watched rugby as like one of the toughest, most yeah. gritty sports, bro. How did you get into that? Yeah, so just the school I went to, that was the sport that the, the school oh. played. So I just did it because I, I always had a bit of sort of aggression about me as a, as a kid. And I, it was a good way to get it out. You know, I, was, I liked the, the rough and ready stuff. Contact, combat sport. I loved it. Can't now, wait to see you fight, man. You know, um, I don't know if Deontay Wilder has ruined the word king for you. But man, is your ring name King Solomon? King Solomon. I'm gonna hold it off for a bit, prove myself, and then I'll put it on the sports. <laughs> yeah, man, that would be good. We got Rue in the 504 New Orleans. He says, since recently signing to Matchroom, has there been any word of how you'll be facing? Oh no, who you'll be facing is what he meant to say in your debut. On box rec, it's not listed, but Sam did say a name. You want to repeat that? Danny Whitaker. Danny Whitaker. Danny Whitaker. Okay. If it's not Chris Lovejoy. <laughs> if it's not Chris Lovejoy. There you go. Go, away. Um, Go back to the docks where you belong. We got Kalito in the UK who says, What's good, Solomon? Congratulations on signing with Matchroom and Sam Jones. Looking forward to seeing your career progress. AJ versus Fury, who you got, champ? Man, I've been split on the middle with this one. I've, I've been split on the middle. I'm leaning. Some people might disagree. I think Sam might disagree, but I'm, I'm thinking AJ can get the job done. Why is this a race, huh? I don't know. <laughs> uh, we, have the, we have this conversation most days. <laughs> we got the next one is also in the UK. Is this from Big Nick who says, how well do you rank the GB boxing set up? And who do you rate as the next best heavyweight prospect coming out the GB amateur system? Say you, so. Yeah, myself, obviously. Yeah, coming out. You and the set up is... It's world class. It's world class. I've been around the other top countries on training camps. The USA has got one of the leading training camps. GB's got another leading training camp. So, and if you look at the results, your top four nations really are you are GB, Kazakhstan, Cuba, and Uzbekistan. Ranking wise, that's that's down on paper. So, GB's got some of the best facilities in the world. All right. Well, those are definitely now all the questions. Both wait, wait, wait. We had one from Steve in the UK. Um, that was the last one. Maybe the refresh. Okay. Uh, he says, if lockdown is lifted in March, will we see you in a big Birmingham clash against Cash Ali later on this year? Surely that's a big fight in Brummyland. Make it happen, Sam. Cash yeah, Ali? We'll, we'll try and get that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Cash uh, Ali's only known for biting someone. Cash exactly. Ali is one of the nicest guys you will meet. Yeah. He's going to have to change the perception, though. Anybody that bites someone, the I don't piranha. think that's nice. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to get a good show in Birmingham, definitely, towards the end of the year and when we can. Definitely get it in the home city. Birmingham's the second city in the United Kingdom. And as, like, I'm, our plan from the beginning was so, like, obviously the world's having a crack, having a, um, the world's having a crisis at the moment, but... The plan is to make Birmingham, put Birmingham like on the map. Cali Fires won a world title, win, but we want to we want to fill these arenas, and we believe we've got the right man down here to do that. And um, listen, yeah, if that fact presents itself, then then for then for sure. But I think hopefully by the end of the year, 
Seoul will be um, Seoul will be close to headlining a bill in uh, in Birmingham, which I think will be great for 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 the city in general. Well, guys, uh, once again, I want to thank you, obviously, for coming on. Uh, Solomon, obviously, Sam, please give out social media. If anybody who isn't following you can do so. And uh, we just appreciate your time. Solomon froze on us? Did he? Did he? Did he? He back. He back. Oh, Solomon, go. I thought you yeah. was doing the um, the stone challenge. Yeah, that is. I know what happened, man. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> he well, froze now. on us for a second. Yeah, yeah. Why it's all good. So I was just saying uh, you guys could give out your social media for anyone who isn't following and uh, we wanted to thank you for your time. I get trolled enough as it is. Don't follow me. Follow Sol. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. So Solomon, what is uh, your, 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 your social, social media? media? You could say it now so that everyone that wants to follow get behind you, bro. They could do yeah. so right now. Full name, Solomon Dakers. Twitter, Instagram. That's me, yeah, Solomon Dakers. I see Solomon, you got the blue check the, too. Wait, you wait. got the blue check, champ. I see you Literally, on the bike. This morning, it came this morning. Get out of here! Oh, oh snap! Congratulations, champ. Oh, got champ. the blue check. He's champ. verified now. Listen, I see you on the bike. Do you prefer the bike over running, or you still run? Uh, I still run. I still run. It's hard for a heavyweight doing a lot of running on the road and that yeah. for your joints. It's good to get on the bike. The assault bike is a really hard one. Yeah, I do like the bike. And, Run on the grass. How many miles you're you doing? On the, on the how joint. many miles you doing? I'm just interested. I'm also six five, so I want to stay in shape. You know. Yeah. yeah Stand I'll up. Do I don't believe you six five. Stand up. No, no, I am. You won't see me if I stand up. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna disappear on you if I stand up. Honestly, I'm yeah. six five though. Yeah. yeah, I mix it up. I do a lot of hill. I do a lot of hill sprints. I'm a I'm a fan of the hill sprints, oh. and then my running longer, but between three three to five, four and a half miles, five miles from my just. Steady ones like that. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Damn, you're really That's running good. out there, man. Shout out For to your knees, too. man. Shout out to your knees. 230 bouncing on them knees. I hear you, champ. Hey, listen, yeah. you got some good sneakers. And listen... I recommend you run in the grass, man, especially for the heavyweights. Run in the grass. It does it does it does wonders for, for you neurologically and it's easy yeah. on the joints. Yeah, man, yeah. Definitely. Well, Thank you guys again. We look forward to having you on. After you get that win, whether it's Chris Lovejoy or Whitaker, we would love to get you on for the victory lap. And we're going to be following your career. Like I said, man, we're expecting big things from a, a Sam Jones fighter, matchroom signed, you know, sparring yeah. Anthony Joshua, the, the trainer is the brother of Anthony. Oh, no, it's too much, too much. The story, the story's there. Solomon, you just built the story. I thought, see, I, I, I was drawn in. By Lovejoy, and then all these yeah. other doors opened up. Now you know. Now it's uh, you're, you're part of the McCracken training crew. You know, you were the GB squad. You're getting quality sparring. So I can't wait yeah. for the debut. I got the zone. I'll be tuned in, man. Thank you. Nice one, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. No problem. It. No problem. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Jones and Solomon Dakaris. There you go. All right. So let's talk some boxing. We're still talking. Uh, Heavyweight Charles Martin and Deontay Wilder, the possibility of those two meeting up and uh, being for an eliminator. And obviously, we're still even talking, uh, you know, Eddie Hearn's um, opinion of the Breland and Wilder fiasco. We're talking boxing. One four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press one one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Don't forget to add Nestor Gibbs on Skype from anywhere in the world to be part of the conversation. Right here with TBV. Do me down. Right. What up? And 
I mean, before we go ahead and maybe switch on over to the callers, just wanted to point everybody out to the video description if you wanted to join the channel and uh, take advantage of some of these perks. You can do so by clicking that link. It'll be directed to the three tiers that we offer, and you get to pick whatever's best for you. And uh, we have about 380 people watching. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button if you like what you're listening to. And if you want to know every time we're on, hit that notification bell because if it ain't shaking... You ain't baking with us in the morning or any other time we go live and have guys like uh, Mr. Solomon Dakarian, Mr. Sam Jones on, you know, guys that are, you know, down to earth, pretty cool, uh, very observative. I like Sam Jones, you know, as a manager. I think that he's uh, he's intelligent and in what and how he, you know, makes his fights happen. He got uh, uh, good observations he makes. So shout out to him. And let's see what Solomon uh, uh what opponent that, that TBA becomes on box trick, right? Because you just never know. Um, and yeah, that's about it. You can go to the sponsors. Alrighty then. These calls are brought to you by El Camino Electrical Services, experts in electric vehicle charging stations. For consultations and turnkey installation, visit us at ElCaminoElectricalServices.com. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash The Boxing Voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. All right, we're going to go out to Florida. Keem in Florida, what's going on? J-Mac giving excellent instructions over there to Keem the Dream. Keem the Dream. Are you there, brother? Landlord usually just listening. Call him the landlord. And Sony usually just listening. Don't ask me that question. Oh, don't ask him that question, Chip. Do me. You have your phone anywhere near you? Uh, no. I do not. Yes. But I, I but it isn't silent, and uh, I, that's why I didn't see what you saw. But I will do this live read. That uh, Mr. Nestor Gibbs has instructed me to read. Don't do Heads it. up. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, no, no, don't You're do tripping it. tripping right now. Anyway, that is everybody. <laughs> we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Absolutely. This is the Boxing Voice. You're tuned in with Nestor Gibbs. That's Nest GTO on IG. And across the board. And this is your friend. Alex underscore doomsday underscore L-A-I-N-E-Z on IG. TikTok, I broke out the new moves. Alex Linus TBV on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, peace out, TBV fam. Catch us on the next one. A couple other topics out there that I want to touch on, uh, and we should be back. Arrivederci.